say that's the point of this making this quick video. It's I want people to see this that you can report your felony sex crime. If you are a victim or if you as a pastor have heard about any of these sex crimes, if you feel there was felony sex crimes, then you can still report it to social services if someone's under 18 and to the police if someone's over 18. Disclaimer, this episode of Churchpreneur's podcast has some sensitive information about the sexual allegations concerning Mike Bickle and IHOP, or International House of Prayer, that may not be suitable for younger viewers. If you have younger viewers in your area and vicinity, maybe send them out, or you can have a look at this another time. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get this. Podcast. My name is Richard Moore. In this podcast, I talk about everything that's moving me in relation to ministry, church, Bible study, theological understanding, and hopefully, most importantly, to empower you and your personal growth in Christ. You've probably heard of the uh, sexual allegations concerning Mike Bickle of International House of Prayer. He has not been there in an official capacity uh, on staff in the last three years. So uh, I've been following this scandal with Mike Bickle uh, in quite some depth. One thing I've noticed that has not been said, to my knowledge, and that's why I want to throw my hat in the ring, I don't particularly like to cover these things because they are so, um, let's say, ugly and, and sad and, and disheartening, but uh, I want to throw my hat in the ring because I have listened to lots of material, uh, watched lots of material, read lots of material, read all the articles in the paper, Kansas City Star that had reported on it, and uh, the public statements uh, from the advocates representing the victims. And the things that I have not noticed in this whole thing, to my knowledge, is that um, any minister or pastor out there, if you listen to me and you're a pastor or a minister or any kind of clergy all pastors, to my knowledge, all ministers are mandated reporters. That means if they get any wind of sexual abuse, sexual impropriety, sexual uh, of a criminal nature specifically, that um, they are mandated to report their physical abuse as well, say a child abuse, a, abuse in a home, a woman being abused, someone being abused in some way or another, that you understand rises to the level of criminal behavior, you as a pastor are mandated to report it. You, you, you're legally bound to report those uh, improprieties, especially thinking things of rape or any sexual abuse. In almost every state in the United States, if a pastor or clergy becomes aware of any sexual abuse, then they're mandated to report it. I was listening before all this came about, and I think October 20th was the date, and we'll go through the timeline of all this becoming public as well. There's a great website that covers everything. So I became aware of it, but I had already been listening to the podcast Heaven Bent, now, I don't agree with everything in that podcast, but you're just listening to stories, basically. The way that that podcast is framed is definitely in a liberal, much more liberal 
perspective, talking about this one episode where this one girl was talking about how she had been raped. She was raped, apparently, by a, according to her testimony on this podcast, I can't take anything else besides what she said in this podcast, she was raped by another IHOP student, I believe it was at the time. Succeeding episodes said that she had actually approached the highest levels of the executive team. Wow. Immediately, if you hear of that, if you are a staff person, a pastor, a clergy in any church scenario, you are mandated to report that. Clergy is legally required to report to the police and social services. So IHOP and their staff, I don't know if their staff were trained in these things, they are required immediately to go and take that material to the authorities. The reason I bring this up, I know uh, as a pastor, I've been a pastor and a youth pastor and in church ministry for 25 years, and I know because I've had to do that before. And sadly, I've had to do it in three occasions. Pastors are required, again, by law, to report to the authorities, police, social services, et cetera, et cetera. And each state has its own ways they want you to report. If it's child abuse, et cetera, go to social services, et cetera. Also, what I'm not hearing is that if other victims are going to come forward, or I'm not sure if other people will be be now feel, feel freer to get to that victim group and report something, if other victims come forward of, of Mike Bickle or whoever, so there was apparently some other sexual impropriety going on but on, with the students being treated as with laissez-faire attitude or not being treated with the severity and the, the degree of, of seriousness that it deserved. So if those people, like I'm talking about this one girl who was interviewed on the Heaven Bent podcast, if she experienced rape or any other sexual abuse, there are statute of limitations in most states for rape is 20 years. So that means, I don't know if you're familiar with the legalese, the statute of limitations means that if someone has been raped or has, has, has had something illegal happen to them, that that can be prosecuted up to 20 years later by the police, by district attorney or what ha whoever would take a, a case against somebody. So the state of Missouri, Kansas City, is in Missouri. Um, Missouri has a statute of limitations for its most serious felony sex crimes, including sexual abuse in the first degree. I looked it up here. Let's put, I can whirl up my desktop now since I've got it all up. Statute of limitations section for the state of Missouri. Let's have a look. Statute of limitations for Missouri has a statute of limitations for its most serious fe felony sex crimes, including sexual abuse in the first degree. Does this state reduce a statute of limitations if a victim chooses not to report? No. A victim's choice to report or not report does not affect the statute of limitations. So if a victim of sexual abuse in any way, sexual abuse in the first degree, can include all sorts of things, not just including rape, that person, that victim, does not even have to report for the police to prosecute uh, sex crimes, felony sex crimes. And then it says, does this state have exemptions to statute of limitations for DNA evidence? No, you don't have to always even present any kind of DNA evidence. Statute of limitations for its most serious felony sex crimes, 21 years or more. So these women are people who are coming forward 
statute of limitations is still probably in existence for most people. They still can they still can prosecute some of these crimes if they're crimes. If some of these victims uh, feel so inclined, they could still report their their sexual abuse to the police if it's a felony sex crime. The executive leadership committee team of of, of IHOP they have information of rape or or sex, se felony sex crimes by anybody at their church, they should report it to the police. They can still report it. I'm an advocate for that. I, <laughs> I'm saying that um, with the most emphasis I can say. That's the point of this, making this quick video today. I want them to see this. I want people to see this, that you can report your felony sex crime. If you are a victim or if you as a pastor have heard about any of these sex crimes, if there were sex crimes, if you feel there was felony sex crimes, then you can still report it to, to social services if someone's under 18 and to the police if someone's over 18. Uh, so I don't know why these people who are in this Heaven Bent podcast, um, I don't know why the staff did not report it. It doesn't make any sense to me. If you've been trained anywhere as a pastor in any kind of seminary or any kind of training in your in-house training for your staff of what you do, your pastoral staff of what you do, if you have someone come to you uh, who's reporting a felony sex crime or sexual abuse or physical abuse, you know should know in-house what you do as a staff. And if you don't, if you're looking at this as a church entrepreneur is looking at this and you're on church staff. Go to, and you don't know what you're meant to do, go immediately to your senior pastor and let's talk this out. What do we do if someone comes to us, I'm counseling someone and they say I've been sexually abused by someone or been physically abused by someone. What do we do? And you immediately need to come to a good solid plan of how and when and when to report because you're mandated reporters. Almost every single state in the United States has mandated reporting laws. You must report. So uh, I, I'm, the point of me making this, this quick video is so that you can do that and learn to report because it's essential. Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, to put my hat in the ring for that one thing. I've not heard anybody say that up to this point, that a pastor, a clergy, anybody who is in a ministerial role at a church is a mandated reporter of sexual abuse, of se felony sex crimes, and physical abuse as well. I've not heard anybody talk about this. This is interesting. The whole thing, and, and, and altogether in sexual abuses in the church, I've not really heard anybody say anything like this, that we ought to be above reproach, and we should be, these things should not have festered for 25 years at this church, at this, at this ministry. Um, someone who had had a rape reported to him, and apparently this Gracia girl um, had reported a rape to the pastoral staff at IHOP. And that person, whoever received that report from her, is a mandated reporter. They were pastoral staff. They were executive leadership team. They are a mandated reporter, required to report sexual felony crimes. And a rape is a sexual felony crime. Don't know what else to say besides we've got to do better, man. And we cannot tolerate sexual impropriety in the church. It is displeasing to the Lord. It hurts our witness. And IHOP should have been avoided from the beginning anyways. But young people were flocking to IHOP in droves. And so um, there was this 
the culture of secrecy and covering things up. Pastors ought to be held to a higher standard. We are mandated reporters. If you, pastor, have been watching, minister, clergy have been watching this, and you have ever had a, uh, even retroactively, go back and think, have I ever had someone report sexual abuse to me or physical abuse? Um, then you're a mandated reporter. You should report to Child Protective Services. The police come together as a pastoral staff and try to figure out who and where you need to report what you've heard. I hope this was helpful, but I'm very sad to make it. I've been praying for the victims as, as soon as I heard this story break. Very sad about it. But I do hope that this contribution, a short contribution, helps to the discussion because we need to be better and do better as a church, especially in reporting sexual and physical abuses that are happening and that we hear about, um, that we have knowledge of. I hope this was helpful, and thanks for watching this episode of Churchpreneur's Podcast. You can find out more information at my website at richardpmore.net. Now, I also blog at richardpmore.blogspot.com. You're welcome to follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle or my X handle is at richardpmore23. You can also email us at churchpreneurs at gmail.com. That's church and entrepreneur slammed into one word, churchpreneurs at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any ideas for a podcast or any comments or questions, please reach out on one of those platforms. Until next time. Take care and God bless.